Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. All right. Welcome in once again to the Gamecock Central Radio Podcast. Emerson Phillips with Colin Taylor. We're into the third week of preseason camp. And Colin, the Gamecocks inching closer to the season opener against North Carolina State on September the 2nd. So what's the latest from practice, Colin? So uh, we got to watch a little bit of practice yesterday. The coaching staff lets us in for usually the first three periods. So their first three drills that they do. Um, and we got to see a lot of uh, their Oklahoma drill, or as they call it, the Cox drill. So they pair up players every every day to go up against each other and see who can you know outman and outphysical the other one. Um, it gets pretty intense, and um, you know Pullman Hustler's always running around, slapping helmets and screaming. You can hear him from pretty much anywhere on the field. And then they uh, started doing their special teams install. So you know the focus is still on obviously getting the defense down and you know ready to go and offense ready to go too. But now they're kind of focused on you know getting the special teams and the kickoff groups and field goal units ready to go for uh, September 2nd over at uh, NC State. Colin, talk about uh, special teams. You said they've been working on the special teams more here this week. So, you know, we've been hearing all summer that it's going to be Debo Samuel and Shai Smith in the return game. And we did a podcast last week about some of the specialists. You know, we, we thought some of the starters were being ironed out there. Give us the latest on specialists and the returners this year for South Carolina. Right. So, obviously, you know, Debo and A.J. Turner are probably the likely guys to go back on kickoff. And, uh, you know, Alex Wozniak is probably going to be your place kicker. And, but now the, the focus turns to who's going to be returning punts. Uh, it was a big contentious topic for South Carolina last year. Um, it seemed like they couldn't hold on to the ball half the time. They would drop it. They didn't know when to fair catch. So they're trying out guys that they feel comfortable, maybe not, you know, busting off these huge returns, but being able to catch the ball, kind of knowing when to fair catch, knowing when to let the ball roll into the end zone, uh, things like that. So uh, Shai Smith is a guy they're looking at, Chris Lamont, um and uh, Jam Williams, but who, with Shai, they're both true freshmen. Uh, both are expected to play major roles on uh, the offensive side for Shai and Jam on defense, but they're also going to get their fair share of time on special teams and, uh, now they're kind of focused too on you know who's going to line up with them. They're working on different drills about block shedding and uh, protecting the punter and things like that. And so you're seeing a lot of different guys. You know Taylor Stallworth and Hayden Hurst played a little bit. Uh, saw some of the backup linebackers and freshmen. You know get some work on special teams as kind of gunners and different protective units. So uh, they're starting to narrow things down about who's going to play and who's going to work themselves in the rotation. Uh, come, you know, September 2nd and when the season gets underway. Colin, let's talk about the tight ends and how they might be used on special teams. Yeah, uh, they're, they're being as versatile as possible. So 
Kyle Markerways told us that, you know, they use three tight end sets a lot in practice. And, um, I've said that, you know, Coleman Hudson loves to use those tight ends on, uh, special teams as well. He said they love to use them for kickoff coverages and things like that because they're, they're fast enough and they're physical. And they don't mind getting their, their hands dirty a little bit and kind of playing those grunt minutes to make sure the team, you know, special teams can go a long way in terms of field position and momentum swings and like that. And so they like to have a lot of different, you know, versatile playmakers on the field to be able to, you know, get the most out of what you know, their kickoff and punt games and things like that. Yeah, Calvin, I count six tight ends on the Gamecock roster, all who could contribute in some way or in some area. Tayden Hurst figures to be the number one guy, but Casey Crosby is in there as well. And you talked about uh, Kyle Markway, and we've mentioned Jacob August in the past, and uh, Evan Henson. Keel Pollard had a big spring game, 10 catches in the spring. So, you know, how do the Gamecocks go about trying to work all these guys in? And i got to figure special teams will be a way for a lot of them to get on the field. You know, obviously, Hurst will be a featured target, and Casey Crosby was a solid player last year. He's going to be on the field a good bit, and certainly there'll be room for a couple of the other players to get on also. But I would think special teams will be a way for these guys to get on, you know, for, particularly for the ones that are deeper on the depth chart. Right. I think, you know, you look at, you know, Kyle Markaway who was uh, coming off injury in a redshirt last year after a foot injury. Uh, I think he's going to be used primarily on special teams, and he's you know seems like he's fine with that. He just wants to be able to get on the field and make an impact. Uh, but I think another position group that's probably going to rely you know, a lot on using young players in those special teams role and in rotation linebackers. Uh, Will Muschamp made a special window working on you know, block shedding yesterday. He made a special emphasis to go over to the young linebackers and watch them play. Um, the Eldridge Thompson, the um, Devon Bowens, the Sherrod Green, make sure that they were doing it and kind of wanted to work on their technique and see how they were performing on special teams because usually as a young player, that's your first kind of go-to uh, when you get to campus. And then if you perform well on special teams, the coaches feel more comfortable putting you into a, situ- in a game situation where you're, you're on defense or you're on offense. So I think tight ends and linebackers are going to be uh, used pretty, pretty heavily in Coleman Hook for special teams uh, core. Gamecock Central Radio, Emerson Phillips with Colin Taylor. You can download the Gamecock Central Radio app on the App Store and on Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast. Search for Gamecock Central Radio on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services, or just visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. Colin, let's talk more about the linebacker position. You know, we've been talking about all summer about the Gamecocks looking for depth there. Who are the backups at linebacker right now? You know, Gamecocks feel pretty good about the first three, but it's the backups that uh, the Gamecocks are going to be very young at those backup spots. So talk about linebacker. Right. So you obviously have Bryce Mallory and Stanmore and TJ Brunson who are expected to shoulder uh, the primary load. And Will Muschamp's not been calling and saying, you know, he's worried about the lack of experience behind them, but he thinks that there's some some athletes that can play and play pretty well. Um, he's pretty high on Eldridge Thompson. Uh, said he's been playing pretty well over the last few scrimmages, or he played well at the scrimmage and the few practices leading up to it. Uh, said that he's becoming more kind of athletic and he's really not worried about making a mistake anymore. He's just going out there and you know being the athlete they think they can. So I think Eldridge Thompson is going to be a guy, and then uh, Sherrod Green and Devon Bowen are two guys that uh, the coaching staff feels pretty high about um, as guys they could work into a rotation behind you know Bryce Nile Williams, Sky Moore and TJ Brunson. Uh, but I think Brunson still becomes somewhat of a question mark too, just because, you know, he was in the rotation last year but he wasn't really a starter. Um, I think his development's just as key as developing some of those young guys too. 
because the frontman can be able to kind of command that defense or, you know, being that middle linebacker, uh, I think that frees up Bryce and Williams and Scott Moore to maybe rush the pass or stop the run. So um, a lot of question marks right now at linebacker aside from you know, Bryson and uh, Scott. No question. Let's stay with the defense here, Colin, and talk about the defensive line for a moment. The coaches have uh, basically announced the starters for the most part, or at least on the depth chart. We've got the three seniors and the sophomore, D.J. Wanham, starting on the D-line. But the coaches have said great things about Aaron Sterling this fall camp, and some other defensive linemen will factor into this picture as well. Right. Uh, Aaron Sterling is a guy that's quickly working his way up the depth chart. I wouldn't be surprised to see him um, on the defensive line as you know a second-string guy behind maybe Wanham or uh, at the other defensive end spot with Sawyer. Um, I think another guy to look out for is Javon Kinlaw. He's repping with a third string right now uh, just because you know, he's still trying to get used to that kind of you know, college pace and different things like that. But he's a big guy that Lance Thompson feels that if they need to, you know, stop the run at a big time in the game, that they can put him in because he's so big. Um, they said they're going to bring him on pretty slow right now. Um, but I think Javon Kimmel is a guy that they're going to play well. And uh, obviously you can't discount Brad Johnson, who uh, is repping right now a lot with the buck position, that kind of free-roaming defensive end. And I think, um, you know, right now it's kind of a three-headed Beard, young talent with Javon Kinlaw, Brad Johnson, and uh, Aaron Sterling, who they, they think could be somewhat of elite pass rushers um, this this season for South Carolina, or developing elite pass rushers and play pretty well for South Carolina uh, their first year on campus. All right, and in the secondary, Colin, last week, Will Muschamp said that he was anxious to see the film from Saturday's scrimmage to check out Keyson Nixon, who had worked at safety, and Muschamp said he wanted to get a look at the film to see how Nixon handled that back there. So what's going on in the secondary right now? Keyson Nixon's still trying to work his way into that starting spot. Um, Muschamp said after the scrimmage Saturday that, you know, he wants to see Jamarcus King kind of be more consistent. Uh, but he's been really impressed with Chris Lamont. So Chris Lamont is kind of, you know, taking it to another level. He's learned the defense more. He's, he's a bright player from what Muschamp said. And uh, he's a guy that can play all three positions in the secondary safety, cornerback, and nickel. Uh, so I think they're they're high on him. And DJ Smith's another guy that they're going to play at safety alongside Lamonds and maybe Nixon. Uh, and then your cornerbacks, uh, Rashad Fenton's had a pretty good camp from what they said. Uh, they've been impressed with him. And uh, right now, I think Jim Williams is going to be in that nickel that nickel spot. Uh, he was repping with the ones. Uh, last week in practice from what we saw. So it, it'll depend a lot on, obviously, the next couple of weeks. But right now, I think you're starting secondaries. DJ Smith, Chris Lamons, Rashad Fenton, uh, Demarcus King, and Jam Williams. Uh, if I had to make a conjecture, still a couple of weeks out from uh, game one. Okay, let's talk about the offense for a moment before we wrap it up today on Gamecock Central Radio. Looks like the starters, the starting lineup on the offensive line is coming clear here, Colin, a little more than two weeks out from the season opener. Malik Young figures to be the starter right now at left tackle. Eric Wolford said last week that the coaches just seem a little bit more comfortable with him at that spot. Dennis Daly had worked some with the ones throughout preseason camp, but they feel most comfortable right now with Malik Young. Right, uh, and I think Malik Young brings a, a level of consistency that you don't have with Daly. Daly's still somewhat raw. Uh, he's coming in from a junior college. He's still trying to learn the college game and adapt to it quickly. And uh, He said he slimmed down. He's down to about 319. His goal is uh, 315, uh, so he's dropped about 11 pounds uh, since coming to camp. Uh, he just has to get stronger and more consistent, and I think the coaches feel like he's going to be a pretty good player 
um, for South Carolina. The, Eric Wolfer said he has left tackle ability. And they just have to develop that more and kind of stay, keep pushing them and make sure that he does that. But I think he's he can start a left tackle at times this year if they want to move Malik Young maybe you know, to the left side of the line and move Zach Bailey in a guard or something like that. There's a lot of things you can do on the offensive line if you put Dennis Daly in at left tackle, Malik uh, Young at right tackle, and you make, can maybe move Zach Bailey in at left guard or something like that. Um, so there are different things you can do. Uh, but I, I think that Dennis Daly is a guy that the coaches are excited about, and uh, Malik Young is another guy that has experience at South Carolina. He's played uh, played the majority of last season. I think he started all 13 games. Or he played in all 13 games and started nine games. So uh, he's a guy that knows what he's doing. I think the coaches would feel pretty comfortable with him, you know, anchoring, you know, and protecting Jake Bentley's blind side. Yeah, we feel like right now it's going to be Alan Knott at center, Corey Helms at right guard, Zach Bailey at right tackle, Donnell Stanley healthy again, starting at left guard, and Malik Young at left tackle. But a pretty good group behind the starters that will all play. Dennis Daly, DJ Park, Blake Kerr, and Sedarius Hutcherson is a versatile player who could play tackle or guard. Right, and they're pretty high on Sedarius Hutcherson um, being a registered freshman. Uh, they think he has tackle ability, too. They're working him right now at guard. Uh, just because he's so big and they want more leverage inside. Uh, but they that's a guy they feel like they could kind of cut and paste in different parts of the offensive line um, throughout his career, especially if he continues to get better and kind of, you know, bulks up and develops how they think he can develop. So he's a guy that they're pretty high on right now. Do we have any idea at this point how the coaches plan to split carries between Rico Dowdle and Tyson Williams. A.J. Turner still very much in the mix here at running back as well. We figure he's going to be third down back. Situational use for A.J. Turner. But I'm curious to know, you know, how the, the carries will be split between Dowdle and Williams. Do we know at this point, Colin? Right now we really don't. Uh, even the running backs say they don't know how it's going to be split, but they just know that they're going to be able to rep. Uh, they, they know that three backs in the SEC are kind of essential now with the way offenses run. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they think they're all going to be able to impact this team uh, pretty heavily. Uh, A.J. Turner, Jake Bentley raved about his ability to catch passes out of the backfield, and uh, Rico and Tyson are both really physical runners that uh, have similar styles. So right now I would say Rico's probably the starter just because he's been here, uh, but Tyson Williams is not far behind him, and then A.J. Turner's kind of that rotational, situational guy that they feel like they can uh, used pretty effectively in the, in the backfield as a kind of a almost like a wide receiver and a speed back. All right, 16 days till the season opener for the South Carolina Gamecocks. Gamecocks in the Wolfpack in Charlotte, Saturday, September the 2nd, 3 o'clock kick on ESPN. Colin Taylor, thanks for the report today. Not a problem. Thanks for having me on. All right, good stuff. That's Colin Taylor, Gamecock Central staff writer, and I'm Emerson Phillips, and this is Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for being with us. Time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say: your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over a hundred social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today! At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.